Same show with they bop or they bozo. I'm the one dodging bullets in slow mo. Little bitch, you are not at a dojo. You can't kick it here, bitch. I am dojo. Uh, guys. If only we could do this in our real lives. Revisit and revise of 2021 is next. Mm. It's revising, is it? Because you have to revisit before you revise it. I just wanted my father's applause. I just wanted my mother's applause. I just wanted these crackers applause. So I stand on the stage with the boys. So I stand on the stage with the boys. Uh, welcome to Verse Course Verse. I am DL. <laughs> <laughs> With me is Sven, medicine at Midnight Knutson. Sven, That's you. how are you? Am I supposed to be honest? I can, I'm looking right I'm at Sven. I am hurting. In person. I'm hurting from yeah. what this group of friends did to me last night. <laughs> that is what, what she said. What? Why did it go there? Wow. It's Rachel. It's Rachel. That's what Rachel, wow. Rachel do. Leave it to Rachel to be the perv on this podcast. Speaking of, there's Rachel Starcrossed Polio. Rachel, Aww. how you doing? Good, how are you? Why'd you look at me like that? I don't know. What's your face? And then, of course, we have evil, what did I call it? Evil left ventricle Jimmy. No, <laughs> evil torn arteries Jimmy. Evil, how you doing? I'm evil good. Use less words. <laughs> hey, everybody. Do you remember... Last year, and we decided a bunch of things on 2021. Mm-hmm. We picked albums, and we picked favorite songs, and yeah. we picked what the fucks, and we picked other shit. Yeah, sometimes we were idiots. Sometimes that's why we're doing this episode to see if we were Let's brilliant or dummies. It. Oh, makes sense now. <laughs> it's all coming together. Killed some brain cells the last time we did this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> were there any surprises at all for you when you went back and looked at your lists? Not really surprises. But the stuff on my list, I haven't really listened to a whole bunch this year. Mm. And that's a recurring theme is I'm, I'm finding that I'm mostly listening to not like necessarily new release music, but just music new to me mm-hmm. way more this year than oh. I ever have in my whole life. Because like of the podcast? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. I looked at my that list and I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess those were my favorites. But I don't know because I didn't I have to re-listen to some of this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> now we're making you... Mm do shit you've already done yeah same question to you rachel yes i have to say i fall in the same category as evil where it's that i listened to that and then i put it away and then it was all new releases from this year and then stuff Mm. that was assigned and stuff that we decided to listen to there wasn't a whole lot of going back to 21 or listening to stuff on my own unfortunately this year maybe you should just save it for the weekends that's what the weekend is for (laughs) he's an artist uh, <laughs> same question. Were there any surprises? I've always wondered how to pronounce that. Weekend. Yeah, no, I totally qu- I quit listening to the Foo Fighters. And oh, I, that's not no, true. Like, that's of course, true. I fucking still listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot what my top five was until prepping for this. And damn, I picked some good ones. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. John Coltrane, if you don't like that, then... You're a dumb idiot. I don't know, but we'll have a hard time being friends. Of course, I still listen to Foo Fighters, too. I, I mean, obviously a joke. Medicine at Midnight might not be the album I go to as much anymore, though. I think I'm kind of back diving well, the into vinyl the rest got, of the cabinet. Didn't you say your vinyl got stolen? Oh, my God. I don't know what happened to it. Um, well, maybe not stolen, I went to just, It, it could have, but I don't know who would have. Yeah, that's a weird thing to go There's missing. There's not a... Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure I, your dog didn't need it? You'd think you'd find it, at least the leftovers later yeah. when they in the yard. Maybe they but ate the whole thing. Poo fighters. Poo fighters. Sad vibes. And of course, Olivia, um, still listening. <laughs> Zach Brown, never going away. We've talked a lot this year about, it's kind of weird doing the quick fire reviews and listening to an album for like a week. Mm-hmm. and then trying to give a fair assessment of it. That's the biggest reason I wanted to do these, to see when you get to sit on something for a, a year, if there is anything on there that you decide actually sucks. We'll get into it. First, we got to talk about the most important part of the night. We're a little quieter. We're a little calmer. It's, we're a little hungover. It's Yeah, it's like 2.30 in the afternoon, and we're all still feeling it from last night. Mm-hmm. So, Sven, what are you drinking? I'm about to start drinking a Tropic Chronic India Pale Ale. Silver City Brewing. Hey, Silver City. Silver City. Woo-hoo. Did I bring you that? No, no, no. No, that's for later. You got that in Boise? I did. Oh, wait, Silver City, Idaho. Yeah. I was thinking Silver City, Oregon. 
No, this is from Silver Oregon. Silver City has oh, a brewery? Oh, just kidding. Yeah, this is from Oregon. I was going to say, that'd be Silver weird. City, Idaho's a ghost town. Yeah, <laughs> like, that has a brewery now? A brewery. My, have times changed. Evil, what are you drinking? I got a coffee mug of Buffalo Trace. Yeah, Hopefully do. try to dilute all the fireball that's coursing through my veins. <laughs> oh. I think we all smell a little bit like cinnamon right I, now. Yeah. So much fireball. Smell like cinnamon and regret. <laughs> um, Rachel, what are you drinking? I have a lemon lime Gatorade. you've been drinking Shut for your fucking face, five Liston. hours. <laughs> I don't want alcohol ever again. <laughs> you remember when I wanted to do the finale the first night? This is uh, why I wanted to do the finale the first night because we're all Sven. fucking dead now. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> you helped agree with that was the order of operations. So you and you know it. I said helped agree. <laughs> you could have fought me. You enabled this. Exactly. We're still all here. Been, we still would have been doing We're all talking no, about no. 2021 going back. We're all gonna die. Maybe there's even some additions that we didn't even find then. We will get to it. We're excited. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Please. God. <laughs> We're excited. <laughs> We are back. Let's start talking about 2021. Before we do, I have a little question for you guys. As you know, I've liked to do this weekend. What did we drink? Wait, I'm like looking for the bottle of Fireball. On our finale. I don't see it, so year. I feel What safe. did we what? What did we drink in the finale Fireball. last year? Fireball. Kachampaka. That's one. Champagne. That's two. Uh, there's do you know what kind of champagne? Bubbly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am so smart. I brought PBRs. PBR. There's PBRs. And then there's one more. Fireball. McAllen. You did it. Wow. We Hell. have. I think the first time we've answered correctly. This yeah, it might be. You yeah. have to drink now. That's pretty good. So we had breakout artists in 2021. This is the best one to do, I think, because it's been a year. I think when you choose a breakout artist, you have to give them more than a year, but it's still been a year, so you should be able to know a little bit. I picked Paris, Texas, which yeah, is a did. rap group out of Harlem. No, sorry, out of Compton. Ooh, don't do that, Straight dude. out of Compton. So they came out with a ton of shit in 2021. They are radio silent in 2022. So I can't... Oh. I don't have very much to say on it. I hope... Mm. That they didn't give up and quit because I really do. They had everything that like a young, amazing, artistic rap group should have. Are they touring? No, I didn't see any. I mm. couldn't find anything that was beyond 2021. So, hey, Paris, Texas, come back, please. Stop making me look like an idiot. <laughs> Rachel, who'd you pick? Um, I picked Little Nas X as my breakout artist. So you and Evil actually had three each, but I think they were like not fake. But one major pick, and then you picked David Crosby, I think. That's not real. <laughs> and you you also said Olivia Rodrigo, but that's you, probably true. Your like main pick was Lil Nas X. Yeah. What's he done this year? Um, he's been on tour. He released a couple singles, nothing quite as good as Montero was. I think Montero was such a fabulous debut album, and people just loved it so much that it's his he 2021 just had... album was his debut album. Yeah. Oh shit. I didn't I thought he had an album before that. So did I. Hold on. The Old Town Road one. Yeah. Montero's his only studio album. Fuck yeah. Okay, I'm not a dumb idiot. So was that just a single? I feel really good about that. Old Town Road was a single. Yeah, that came out in 2019. Yeah, no, he has one album. I am so smart. Do you still listen to him? Did you? Has he more broke? No, he hasn't broken up more. Um, I did go see him at ACL. Did you see him live? I did see him live and he's just, he's amazing. It was exactly what I thought it would be. He's such a good performer. He's had two singles come out in the past year. It wasn't anything new or exciting. And so it was fine. No evolution, but it's only been a year. So evil, you did kind of like a yours, mine and the real. Oh yeah, that's right. But the main one that you said was Olivia Rodrigo. Like I think your real answer was Olivia Rodrigo. Which was the right answer. Yes. And so was yours. Mm -hmm. It was. Sven, are you both following her closely? No. I've checked up on you her. You very much like Olivia Rodrigo. I do. Old news. She won some awards. Yeah. She got some Grammys. What? Oh, yeah? Best New Artist, Best Pop Vocal Album for Sour, Best Pop Solo Performance for Driver's License. By Michael uh, Bublé. Mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bublé. Why did he have to ruin that with his cover? He ruined everything. It, everything. He ruins everything for me. Curses. Curses, um, Bublé. She came out with a documentary on Disney+. Plus. Oh, that's right. Driving Home to You. Did you watch it? I have not watched it yet. I don't get to watch documentaries very often. She came <laughs> out with a documentary? To... No. She did. Is it just like a this is me on tour kind of thing? I haven't watched it yet. Did you? Mm-mm. 
Oh, I have to fight my kids for the TV. How old is Olivia Rodriguez? It's okay for her to she do certain vote. things because she's 18. She can vote. She can go to war. She can vote. But she, she can't have a, a beer. She can't. Or rent a car. She played the Glastonbury Festival and she performed mm. with Lily Allen. Before she uh, performed at the beginning of one of her songs, she dedicated to the five members of the Supreme Court who have showed us that, quote, at the end of the day, they truly don't give a shit about freedom. Then oh. she performed Fuck You. OMG. What a lady. Uh, this was, of course, after, this was her response after edgy. the 2022 overruling of Roe v. Wade. Ah, okay. That makes sense. She's 19. And she's now currently single after casually dating the DJ Zach Baya. So much info. So yeah, Olivia Rodrigo is still... She's a thing. She's let's go back and let's have to pick one of these. Is it Olivia Rodrigo or is it Lil Nas X? As a breakout artist? If we're revisiting and revising and we have to pick one and now that it's been a year. I mean, now that we have, we can look back on it and see what she's done this past year. I think Olivia. Because she's feel done like stuff. I there mean, is a much more clear path to growth in Olivia Rodrigo's style than yeah, Lil Nas X's style. Yeah. Watch out for um, that David Crosby though. <laughs> He's got a bright future ahead of him. Man. Man. Went around the bend. <laughs> we are going to do something fun here. We didn't spend, I hope, a bunch of time with it, but we're going to do a quick fire review. What we're going to do is all of us not had, on your list. You already made that joke. Gonna keep happening. Uh, <laughs> I don't write new material. All of us did our five favorite albums of all time last year. I'm sure that not all of us listened to every album that was on each other's list, but I thought it'd be a good opportunity to be like, you know, I should check an album out that was on somebody else's list. And so that's what we did. I, for example, picked an album that was on one of their top five lists and I listened to it and I'm just going to give a little info on it. Like I said, very, very quick review. We won't spend a lot of time on it. Just some quick thoughts. Before we do that, I've got another quiz question for you guys. Ooh, Let the game theme music. Wow, I'm really out of it. Um, <laughs> there were seven songs that played on the finale episodes last year. Uh, in DMX. The, in the recording. Yes. Do you remember which song? Not the popular one, because you were told not to do that one. It was a very popular song, though. I mean, not the... Yeah. I couldn't do Up and Her, Up and Her. Yeah. That's one. You guys are going to owe six drinks. Yeah. Can I give you a big giant hit? Yeah. One of the seven is done by an artist that is in this room. Sven. Steve's. Steven. Steve. Steven. Good job, Steve. Seven. Yeah. Good job, Seven Schwinn. <laughs> Nutsen. 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 That guy. Seven Nutsen. Flagpole Sitta. Oh, yeah. That's right. Hysteria. Our version of Hysteria. By Muse. Moontooth. Yes, that's right. Do you remember the other album we talked about on our Moontooth episode? It's our second episode of all time. Oh. Is that the Big Black Delta episode? No. Rubble Bucket. Rubble oh, Bucket. That's right. Rubble Bucket. Love me some Rubble, Rubble Bucket. bucket. Yeah. And then there was, uh, yeah, and then two songs by the Sven Knudsen. Um, Love his work. And then okay. bonus question, we talked about the deaths. We talked about DMX and I had one. Crazy. What's that? What? Yeah, sure. We'll say that's right. I'm realizing as I'm reading this, this is an impossible fucking question to answer. So I'm I'm editing this. Oh, out. read it. What was the question? Yeah, no, um, no, no, I feel sufficiently I, challenged. I read a very very insane stat about DMX's. It was chart related. Right. Yeah, I do remember. Do remember I don't remember the numbers, but I remember you reading that. He was the first artist ever to have five consecutive number one albums. Yeah. Uh, which is insane. It's crazy. Not good a, yeah. for him. Yeah. Svend. What album did you pick to listen to that was on? One that I'm kind of surprised wasn't on. I don't know why I didn't put this in my top five. Oh, um, intriguing. So mm. it's Halsey. If I can't have love, oh. I want power. Her Such fourth a good one. studio album. In the episode, we were all very like, you need to check this out. I, yep. I did need to check this out. I wish I would have checked it out before last year's finale but it wor it's working out for me now because i yeah. get to talk about it yeah. um this was released august 27th 2021 immediately you can tell who the producers mm -hmm. are before i get to that i guess this is an album she wrote kind of addresses her struggle with infertility and then childbirth and mm. the entire theme is kind of like wishing for something and then what happens when you actually get what you want right interesting journey and it's really intro introspective 
Yeah. The production is, I love the way this album sounds. It has a touch of nostalgia too. Yeah. Um, so Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails, the, yeah. the duo, Reznor and Ross, mm-hmm. yeah. like they put their touch on this album and it, you really hear it in the intros and outros and the transitions between songs. Absolutely. Um, I don't know how many times in my, I'd be driving in my truck and I would forget that I was listening on Spotify on my phone because like there's times where it sounds like interference, like UF interference with an antenna. And there were so many times I'm like checking my truck's radio and then remembering like, Oh no, it's, it's just a fucking part of the song. I was listening to it on the way up here this weekend and there were so many times I was so scared there was something wrong with my truck because of like the sounds that happen in in the album. So sonically it's this fantastic journey that it tells its own story. Um Yeah. Sorry, this is not a very quick quick fire. That's but good. um how dare you do more a work long than... uh, the album starts out so like amazing. that creepy piano which totally reminds me of nine inch nails yeah. hurt mm-hmm. right yep. it has several build and releases it's just beautiful the way that it rides up and down in my notes i wrote the album swells with electronic particles and glitter made from shards of glass <laughs> That's beautiful. Damn, Gina. Her song Whispers is a very introspective. She criticizes her own thoughts. You feel like you can you can kind of be part of the conversation that's happening in her head with her own her struggle, her own thoughts. Your um, revisit of this album that we did talk about last year is making me want to revisit yep. the album now. Yeah. <laughs> What's the thing about the quick fires is most of the quick fire albums that I've done, I want to go back and listen to a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm on to the next thing so it's like i think i need to keep better notes in this next season so i I can be like you know come back to this and because there's something here that you needs to be explored further i picked uh love supreme by john coltrane i excited to hear that i was so excited when you read that off you don't get big jazz releases anymore we have a lot of jazz friends on the pod and we're actually gonna we're gonna talk a lot of jazz next year because we've got carrie coming back on we've got emily Braden coming back on we've got a couple other jazz artists that are going to come on that are all doing new releases but for those of you that aren't huge jazz heads love supreme is considered like one of the great jazz albums it was considered like coltrane's most did you say experimental he you can hear a lot of the influence from some of the other musicians he'd been working with at yes. the time, right? Yeah. Especially some of the fusion stuff. So in Seattle, he basically did a live, the the whole album live. But in true jazz fashion, it's, yeah. if you listen to a Love Supreme and then you listen to this album, if you didn't know the titles, there's no way that you would think it was the same fucking mm. thing. Right. Yeah. The improvisation, the, uh, yeah. It's twice as long. It's jazz. Supreme jazz people doing supreme jazz things. And because of that, I do think, you know, we always talk about there's jazz that's super accessible mm-hmm. or like if you're trying to get into jazz, you start with this, you start with this. This is like level eight out of 10. It's <laughs> <laughs> the jazziest jazz that ever jazzed. Seriously. Yeah. It's the type of jazz that I think if I was sitting in the club, I'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ, you guys. Like, can you play for us a little bit? It's jazz music for jazz musicians. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's but there's there's stuff that's really, really warm and likable about it. And you can tell that the sound recording is really poorly set up recording wise. I think there have like two probably just sharing a couple mics or two yeah, mics I, and, and i think i looked it up at one point how they it's muddled it. you sometimes you can barely hear what coltrane's even doing yeah but it's it's great jazz in that when it does hit there are parts in every song where you just your hair blows back and you're like that's one of the greatest musical things that's ever been done them ending it with psalm it's one of the most beautiful it's just so fucking beautiful it's an amazing piece of work and it's honestly it's so over my head it really is. I've listened to jazz for a long time, but holy fuck. If you aren't in the right mindset, right. This this album will kick They stretch your ass. some chords. They yeah. stretch some things in and out of key. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh evil. So initially I was like, Oh, I'll do sour. That would be easy that to That actually do. would be funny. <laughs> yeah. But then I realized that I might get some guff from you because I picked her as a breakout artist. So that might technically have put her on a list of mine. So I read the rules. I'm like, eh, okay, can't do that. I thought about doing the Coltrane album just because I wanted to listen to it. Yeah. But then it, it's a live album. 
So, oh, so I decided to go lighter. This is a joke. I don't, I don't even know how I pulled that off. So you're wearing the shirt of the <gasps> album that I picked. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! You picked. I have, I have a, a pile of Hershey milk chocolate little candies right next to me, and then I have a small pile of Hershey's special dark chocolate, which I'm going to eat while I do this. Are you going to punch me in the face for having to listen to this? No. <laughs> Maybe later. Um, <laughs> so too many witnesses. I picked uh, Lingua Ignota. Album is Sinner Get Ready. Mm-hmm. And... Oof. <laughs> that, I literally, my notes for the longest time was just O-O-F. Like, so you and I... I'm kind of surprised you didn't back out. You know, I'm stubborn. And if I pick something, I'm like, hey, you did this. So, you know, you and I have talked about... The, the social stuff, issues that's going on yes, with her the, and somebody yeah. else. They were in a relationship for a couple of years. Yeah. Incredibly dark. She put out an impact statement that kind of outlines things and i read through that a few times mm-hmm. um you picked this album before any of those allegations were public yeah i had no idea yeah yeah imagine listening to that album knowing what you know now oh i have <laughs> well i mean for yeah. the first time oh oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh oh f is right i didn't know the specifics of what was going on outside of the music yeah so i just put this on casually i had no idea what it was going to be I just had it playing as I was doing stuff around the house. I'm like, what in the fuck? Good cleaning music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I was cleaning. And I'm like, you dumb and, idiot. And, <laughs> don't do that if you're going to listen to this album <laughs> out there. Uh, the only things, and I'm not even going to talk about the music because it's you have to experience it. There's no way I could do it justice with a quick fire. It is beautiful and horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yes. At the same time. It reminds me of the feeling I had leaving the theater after watching Schindler's List. Oh, fuck. Mm. Oh, Where yeah. I was like, that was a beautifully done piece of film that I never want to see again. Yeah. And I had a similar feeling, except with visual media, filmmaking and stories, you're able to anchor those feelings to something else. You have like a visual representation to anchor them on with this music it's just out in the ether and so the emotions you experience are sort of yours and having to go through that and not having something to sort of compartmentalize it with was pretty heavy yeah um i bet i'm sorry no 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 no. i mean (laughs) i mean uh, it would have been really easy to be like ah fuck this and turn it off but go listen to sour yeah exactly Which would have sounded awfully sweet compared to this. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, oh, all of them dad, dad jokes. Dad, I, had to, I had to lighten it up a little bit. Dad Come on. Vibes. So I, I watched and listened to her interview with the Needle Drop guy, Anthony Fantano. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I The other movie that it reminded me of thematically, not in terms of story, but just the way it made me feel. Have you ever seen Valhalla Rising? Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of that. Jesus. No, no, nothing, no I, know, I know exactly. Nothing about the context of the material, just the feelings I experienced. But once again, I had nothing to... Dirty sadness. Yeah. <laughs> but poignant and thought-provoking. And like I said, it would have been really easy just to dismiss it and be like, fuck this. Well, but, it's been a long time since somebody came out with an 1800s German Baptist album. <laughs> right? It's been a while. <laughs> It has been the most challenging thing I've listened to in a hundred episodes, ninety-nine episodes, I guess. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. All right. Uh, well, I, next up, fuck. "A Love Supreme" by John Coltrane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat this dark chocolate and sit feel back. Better and about yourself. Think about myself a little bit. Well, I'm glad you listened to it. Well, am I? And I, I feel bad now, Rachel. Mm-mm. What'd you pick? The same thing. No. Oh. You picked Lingua Ignota. Yes. Why? Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. Here's why. Because I remember you loving it so much. And I remember you saying you didn't know what to think of it last year. (laughs) Yeah. And. Oh my God. I feel so fucking bad. It's okay. (laughs) It falls in that category in my brain of like, is it art or is it noise? Yeah. Because there's so much going on. (sighs) 
that it sounds like Hell's theme music more than anything that I've ever listened to before. We talked about Black Midi being like the soundtrack to Hell, but yeah. there's a think of the 30s funhouse version of Hell. Yeah, you know, like where there's mm-hmm. big band and shit. This is like this is actual. Not, this like, is actual like, deep rock emotional hell. hell. Yeah, yes. like you are in the seventh stage. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, shared yeah. adversity. And Cheers. I completely forgot about all of the allegations and everything, which I'm kind of glad because I think that would have added. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it. I'm glad for you as well. Yeah. yeah. As far as it uh, making good cleaning music. Um, <laughs> I hadn't heard it before. Um, And so I was like, oh, that's right. David asked us to listen to this. So I put it on in the car as I'm driving to go get my kid from the YMCA. And I was like, "Mm, nope, nope, this can't be playing when he gets in the car. This cannot be playing. Did you like it at all? I did. I really liked the churchy Catholic vibes to it. Mm, Yeah. But then that mixed in with the sounds of hell. Yeah. Like it was... Well, it, so much like performance art it kind oh, of yeah, felt yeah. like yeah. where it was like you go to a, a museum and somebody screams at you and that's their art yeah like it felt like mm-hmm. that's what this is yeah. that's what she's doing it's like pure catharsis it's yeah uh, yeah well shit yeah. sorry guys <laughs> you're wearing jerk. the shirt right. <laughs> see i told you it was more appropriate than you knew i thought it was more appropriate than you knew but now it's Mm-mm. what i knew what you now i know I was right. You know? Uh, oh, wow. Well, look, I need to take a fucking... I need to wrap my hat around some shit. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. But my sacrifices are not extravagant. All I have is yours. And I swear I can't do it again. I swear to you, he has to die. I literally no put it on way. while I was in the shower. I'm like, ah. I'm like, I still feel dirty. <laughs> I can't get clean. Disassociate and say, so artist is a piece of shit, but here's the album. Like, we're going to end up probably doing with Kanye in a few years. Yeah. Who? Uh, yee. Sorry. Who? <laughs> Hitler Jr. <laughs> He did a lot of good things. How do we have a black Hitler? So confusing. <laughs> it my brain. It, you You're know what it reminds wrong. you of? The Chappelle show, the white, the black white <laughs> yes. supremacist. Yes. <laughs> we have an actual black white supremacist. We actually. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks, Dave Chappelle. You guys are. Ooh. I might have to edit this game out. You did so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it took me one one round to figure out what year. I thought once you guys, you guys did really good on this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, we, can we start over? Let's go over Sven's favorite songs of 2021. Let's do it. Let's Yay. talk about him. Uh, Sven, let's talk about your fifth favorite song of 2021, Disqualified. We, we can't. <laughs> How much did you like that song? I love it. So, uh, <laughs> I was, I'm assuming you want to revise your top five. I do have to pick something. Hold on. No, it's not good. It, that yeah, not not what Michael Bublé just did. Fuck that guy. God. Yeah. Driver's license. Um, I'm, version. I am not a woman. I'm a god. Oh, oh the Halsey. yeah. Halsey. Oof, that album was so fucking good. That sounds like a Florence and the Machine song. Kind of does. Sven, uh, tell us about your other top fives. Tell us what you had. Tell us what you might have changed, might not have. Now that I'm looking, now that I added Halsey to the list, and I'm looking at the whole list. I don't think Halsey gonna, would be at number five. I figured yeah. you'd move it up. I think that I would have put Peaches by just Justin Bieber at five. But you'd still have it on your list? I'd still have Peaches on my list. Justin Bieber? Because I get them out of Georgia. Just giving you a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Is that final your final answer? answer? Yeah. Yes. Would you like to phone a friend? Peaches. Come on. Why you got to hate on the Biebs? <laughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd start off with Peaches and then probably same boat, Zach Brown Band. Uh, then Halsey, mm, and I, I know. I'll admit, I'm crazy for That's having right. you should be dancing. You're keeping that. I'm keeping it on the list. It's not. You know what bugs me about that? It's the exact. It, there's no difference from the original version. Are you kidding me? The transients and the drum tracks pop way more than they did back in the original. I guess I'm more talking about like the the high voice disco-y. Like yeah. it's not. They didn't try to do anything original. They didn't do with their it. own spin on it. It was literally just the Foo Fighters band members. Playing, playing the beat, the, the yeah, yeah, it, yeah. But I like cheesy, campy shit like that. 
I well, think we you, all know you that. Also, <laughs> you said something in the finale last year that resonated with me pretty well in that because the whole year I didn't get it. You were you loved the new Foo Fighters and you loved like the DGs and I didn't get it. And then you're like, you know what I didn't want this year? I didn't want somebody's fucking story. I didn't want something complicated. I wanted a fucking dance album. Yeah. And the mm. Foo That's Fighters right. gave yeah, me okay. a dance album. two dance albums. <laughs> and, and when you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. That totally makes sense. Sometimes, you, yeah. Yeah, we don't need to revisit that because I'm sticking with that statement, too. And then, of course, making a fire. Nah, nah. Like, I'm not moving that either. All right. So not much, not a big, not I like a lot it. of change. Ad Halsey just, in the middle and yeah. Bob's your uncle. Um, Rachel. David. How's your list? What's your list? You're really judgmental love right you. now. I love you. <laughs> Number five, I have uh, Industry Baby by my friend Lil Nas. Little Nas X. Lil. Oh. There's no T. But I'm white. Fair. I'm not allowed uh, to say Lil. Oh. It's Little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that People out. People did not like the sound of that at all. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Five, Lil, Lil Nas X, Industry Baby. Number four, Money by Lisa. Three, Good For You, Alleviator. Alleviator. Alcohol. Good For You, Olivia Rodrigo. Number two, Transparent Soul, Willow Smith. Number one, Good Wife by Casey Musgraves. Do you regret? Uh, that's a stupid way to put it. Do you regret? <laughs> would you want it? Or did you change anything after going back and listening? No. I don't think so. Really? I same order. These even? are these are favorites. These are not best by any means. I might switch up the order a little bit. I feel like I like Willow Smith maybe a little bit less, but I still think that song was a good breakout song for her. Yeah, no, I I feel good about these choices. Okay, no change necessary. Let me live my life. I respect the stubbornness. Thank um, you. So my top five last year was number five lines alone by the gama senate number four running and walking by modest mouse number three the wellermans the wellerman number two either you want it by royal blood and number one tequila shots by kid cuddy uh only one of these stayed the same oh did you change anything or did you just reshuffle the order uh there are three different songs oh wow yeah okay I got rid of Lines Alone by the Gama Senin. It's a great song. I just think it's better as an album cohesively. The whole album, that the Gama Senin album, it's a great album. But I removed that because I had to make room for, we did a quick fire. Mm -hmm. And on a quick fire, we had an album that I was not a big fan of. And it has grown on me greatly, especially the hit song from it, which is Brighton by Jerry Cantrell. Hmm. Um, oh yeah that song is fantastic i don't know why it took me so long to warm up to it but i fucking love it and that's my number five what the hell was that Sorry. no you're good number four is my biggest what the fuck of this i had running and walking by modest mouse it uh, it didn't deserve to be on this list and looking <laughs> back i'm really glad that i get to revise this so my number four now is the wellerman i still love it mm-hmm. still an amazing song just moved up to number four because number three is a brand new song, Ooh. and it might be all Rachel's fault because Yay. and evil. I'm so sorry, but the song "In Another Life" by yes. the Killers <laughs> rolls eyes. There, I know. So evil is such a supremely positive. You are who you are. Be proud of it, kind of guy. But for those of us that are not invincible human beings. We have thoughts of self-doubt every now and then. (laughs) (laughs) And in another life, I hadn't processed it. And then one day, I think I was just driving home from work or something. The lyrics hit me. It's kind of a story of a person wondering. They've been in their hometown their whole life. They're married. They're wondering, like, am I in love with my person because they were the person? Or is it because they were there? Or, you know, do I have a good life? Or... Did I just, you know, there are two ways to look at a a life where you just stayed doing the same thing and you worked hard and you paved the way for your kids. You did what you needed to do. That is a very good life. It's a very honorable life. But at times you can look at that inside that life and say, my life is not what I wanted it to be. And this song, I'm doing a horrible job at expressing what this song expresses incredibly well. So it is my number three. My number two was Either You Want It by Royal Blood. Mm. Same band, different song. The real great song from that album is Boilermaker. And (laughs) as much as I love Either You Want It, Boilermaker is a song of the ages. It's one of the best Mm -hmm. rock songs of the last decade. Yep. 
And number one is still the same. It's Kid Cuddy's tequila shots. Mm. I love it. I love it to death. And that's my new top five. Good job. Evil. Dad right. Vibes McGee. <laughs> so my top five. Number five was the Limp Bizkit's Dad Vibes. Stop, stop Number four was Ghosts Hunter's Moon. Number three, yeah. Cynics in a Multiverse Where Atoms Sing. Number two, As I Lie Dying's Roots Below. And I love that book. <laughs> number one was The Pretty Reckless's Only Love Can Save Me Now. Yay! So it was interesting seeing this list. I'm not going to change anything because I purposefully, I mean, I could very easily have just filled my top five with Royal Blood and Gojira songs last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I purposefully picked songs that weren't from albums on my top five albums list. Yeah. Deliberate choice. And I'm not going to muck with that. That There would be too much music math going on there to kind of figure out what a new <laughs> top five, like the actual top five would be. So I'm not going to change anything. Uh, I'm going to leave dad vibes on there because it annoys everybody. And I like that. Um, <laughs> Hunter's Moon. Uh, I... Ooh, that's a good question. Would you replace Hunter's Moon with any other song on that album? That's a strong po- maybe. Possibly. Spillways? Yeah, I mean. Well, you know what, though? That wasn't 2021. Exactly. They, they'd it only wasn't had the single. Yet. Yeah, so no. Save that one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to skip over three and two really quickly and say that the pretty wreck that that song is still my number one. That's still. Yeah. Your story was too good to change it. Yeah. Uh, that's a very meaningful uh, song for me. The other two, so Cynic and As I Lay Dying are interesting stories because those are two bands that I have, they've been like perennial favorites for me, but I have had a hard time going back and listening to those albums. Didn't one of them try to kill his wife? Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) we'll start. Neither of these stories is super positive. So I'll I'll start with number three with Cynic. You recording your crotch? (laughs) 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 So two members of Cynic passed away in 2020. And so leaving Paul Masvidal as the only existing original member. And he and Sean, they were on Death's album human i mean these guys are like legends Mm -hmm. in metal and progressive metal and i love cynic and i love what they do it's just that i don't know there's something about the other member sean malone so sean reinhardt had heart complications i don't know if it was covid related he had health issues previously and then sean malone their bass player he took his life later in the year and so i just had a hard time cynic has always been a very uplifting positive musical experience for me that's ironic yeah and so it's been hard for me to go back and listen to this new album from them. I will at Without some point. Without thinking of, yeah. They're also going into our some of the stuff we're going to do on YouTube. Cynic is one of the bands where music and art is super meaningful mm. to me as well. Okay. So the artist on most of their albums, Robert Venosa, is one of my all-time favorite painters. And I think his wife, Martina Hoffman, he's, he passed away as well. And his wife did the painting that is the cover for this new album. It's just weird. I just haven't, I can't, I haven't mourned this band yet. So uh, okay. I, I that's need, a good way to put yeah. it. As I like dying is a different issue. They're a tremendous band. They're incredibly talented, but there's so much, not dad vibes, but bad vibes around this band that oh. it makes it. Oh. A dad joke about dad jokes. <laughs> so they're singer. The layers. Tim, Tim Lambasis, he contracted a hitman to kill his wife years ago, went to prison, served his time, is out of prison. And I'm like, all right, everyone. How long did he go to prison for? A few years. How do you go to prison for a few years for trying to kill somebody? Trying to hire someone to kill somebody. That's the same thing. So it never like actually happened, but he actually put a hit out on his wife. He went to jail for it, served his time, went through the legal system. And I'm like, all right, everyone deserves a second chance. However, turns out he, Uh I don't know. There's like weird contractual issues. Their longtime drummer is not recording or not touring with them for some reason. Two members from Unearth have left Unearth and are now in As I Lay Dying. That alone pisses me off. Sounds about as dark and complex as a Faulkner book. (laughs) (laughs) Like one of their guitar players, Nick Hippa, quit. This is the positive part of the story. He's now the touring guitar player. For a reformed, God forbid, one of my other favorite bands from that era. So, so that's a plus, I guess, out of this whole thing. Fuck, man, I don't know. This was a very dark episode for so you. So I haven't been able to, to listen to that album very with a clear mind either. So I'm going to leave those two songs on there because they're great songs. But 
Lucy, you got some splaining to do. <laughs> that was the best Ricky Ricardo I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> Guys, those are the songs. All we got left to do are the albums. Mm-hmm. Are any still up there? Are there some switches? Are there any regrets? Are your top five still the same? We're going right back to evil. Before we do, in the finale, at the start of episode two, we did a drunk assessment. Mm. Where did we rank ourselves? Sven, where did you rank yourself? I can't remember what scale I used. That's always the problem with my rankings. It was one out of ten. Did we Everybody do one did to ten? One oh, okay, ten. thank God. Twelve. I think I put myself at like a five. You put yourself at a five, and then we put you at a seven. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, good job. You don't have to drink. Uh, Rachel. I said... I think I said three. I could probably drive. You said, I'm fine. I could probably <laughs> legally drive. Yeah. And then you said, boo, 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 give that girl a beer. Bleed the Actually, tea. that was him that said that. Oh, yeah. you said it then. Um, <laughs> evil, do you remember what you said? I was 100% a three. You said a three. That's Man, right. you guys all remember. That's very good. Because we weren't that drunk. And I was a solid yeah. seven. <laughs> and I remain a solid seven. Evil. You mean a spend. I was a I was a seven knutson seven knutson. <laughs> Give us your five albums last year and if they've changed and yeah. why. My five albums were number five Trivium's In the Court of the Dragon, number four Gojira's Fortitude, number three was Bellacore's Coherence, yeah, number two Royal Blood's Typhoons, and number one Carcass's Torn Arteries, or as Rachel refers to it, Left Ventricle. Or that was me. Oh, okay, whatever. But it was you. Really. You thought it. Sure, I did. I third thought it. You um, said it. She third thought it. Three. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not changing the albums. I might change the order. Trivium's going to stay number five. It is a stellar album. It's great. But Matt Heafy, like the, he's the singer, guitar player, sort of, you know, like lead. His project from this year, Ibaraki, is the, the name of the project. The album is Rashomon, is so fucking brilliantly creative that it kind of the album on my list from last year is in the shadow of of this new album so it can't move up because of that even though it's a great album okay gojira is going to move up probably to number two Mm. after our revisiting of typhoons and amazonia episode yeah which was three four episodes ago yeah not yeah just Mm -hmm. fairly recently so this one's fresh in my mind I fucking love this album. Me too. You know? Especially when I found out, uh, we found out in that episode that Gojira gave a bunch of profits from the album to, I don't remember what the exact thing was, but it was to aid Amazonian Aboriginal peoples. Yeah. Nice. Like 300 something thousand dollars went to it. Because this album is all about, you know, what we as a people are doing they're too. very conscious of the world that we live in and trying to be harmonious yeah humans living yes. in that ecosystem so good they're on very likable people gr- yeah they're just awesome great musically great people they're moving up to number two bellacore is going to drop down to four that's Bellacore. a that album is, is is beautiful and brilliant but it, it's not an album that i'll just put on and listen to mm. i'd have to be in the right mood for it it's still absolutely brilliant. I enjoy listening to it again. I hadn't listened to it since getting ready for this finale last year. So that was that was fun to go back to. But with some distance between last year's finale and listening to it again, I kind of realized, yes, it's brilliant. It's staying on the list, but it's going to drop down a little bit. Royal Blood's going to drop to three. Barely. Aww. Barely. It, I get it. Had to make room for Gojira. Yeah. yeah. And that's really it is Gojira. Just, those two are so both so good. Yeah. Like I said, my top five songs, legitimate top five songs, would probably all be from, from those, those two, two albums. albums. Yeah. And that left um, left ventricle. Left ventricle. <laughs> now, Carcass's uh, Torn Arteries is still number one. That album is fucking brilliant. I, and I, I love that old school death metal so much. I haven't listened to it, but I did go through and read about it a little bit. That thing got yep. massively good reviews. It's so good. Yeah. You have to be into that kind of music. It's just, it is. Carcass is one of the legends in melodic death metal. And they're, that album's legit. Absolutely legit. So a bit of mix and matching for evil, but overall same top five. Yep. I will go next. My top five last year was number five, Sinner Get Ready by Lingua Ignota. Number four, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the creator. Number three, Fortitude by Gojira. Number two, Typhoons by Royal Blood. And number one, no, sorry, that's mixed up. Jesus, David. 
My number three was Typhoons by Royal Blood. My number two was Gojira's Fortitude. And my number one was As the Love Continues by Mogwai. Mm-hmm. I ended up keeping those five albums. There was one very quick contender from an album that I had never even heard until this year. Have any of you heard of the band Turnstile? Yeah. They did an album last year called Glow On mm-hmm. that I hadn't heard until this year. It's fucking awesome. I, I didn't spend enough time with it, but it might, if we did a revisit on this in a couple years, it might be on my top five instead. So I just wanted to shout out that album because it's really good. My order has changed. My number five, it feels weird putting this all the way down, but then as I look on my list, I guess it makes sense. My number <laughs> five is Typhoons by Royal Blood. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I get it. It really is pop music at the end of the day. It's easy listening. Pop music never ages well, although this is aging incredibly well for pop yeah. music. And so when I listened to that album, it was like springtime. It was like the soundtrack to spring and early summer for me. Yeah. And then, and it will be, I'll put that on in spring and early summer, 2023 and I'll fucking love it. And it'll be a jam. Yep. Yeah. So it makes sense. I get where you're at there. Yeah, exactly. It's not something that you're going to. I'm glad you came around on Boilermaker though. Jesus. That's that's, the best song last year. It was. Yeah. It really was. My number four is now. You okay, buddy? (laughs) Guys, evil just died. Wow. We broke evil. It's all over your face. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> I love, I love that he stopped dying for a minute. Whiskey to in my eyes. I coughed as I was taking a drink of whiskey. Oh, I saw it. Oh. <laughs> okay. I was a little worried because I caught it. I thought it went through your sinuses. I was like, oh, he's gonna be dead. Oh. Good thing I have contacts on. Oh. <laughs> Holy. Evil just maced himself. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my number four. To go along with the same Z's is Fortitude by Gojira. So I did bump this one up as well, or bump it down. I do love it for all the reasons that we've talked about on this podcast. It is my number four. My number three is now As the Love Continues by Mogwai. Uh, Everybody's just sliding down. I know. I still love this album. I love this album. But I will tell you why my top two are what they are. My number two is now Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the creator. Wow. We went through a lot of rap this year. Mm -hmm. A lot. We went through a lot of really good rap this year. Mm -hmm. And going through the finale and looking at our top 10 albums and going through the rap, I don't think I like anything that came out this year as much as Call Me If You Get Lost. Really? I think, Whoa. I think Call Me If You Get Lost is my favorite rap album in so long. And wow. Listening to all the him? good rap this year. Better well, Damn's him? older. But better than I. No, no, no. Not better years. than Damn. Okay. No. That's what I was It's like Damn, Kids See Ghosts, Call Me If You Get Lost. Mm. It's a brilliant album. I love it. And because of, yeah, I just, all that good rap. And I was like, man, I still, I like this album more than any of them. So I'm, I bumped it up to two. Damn. Right. And <laughs> my number one. No way. Sinner Get Ready by Lingua Ignota. It's. You're a crazy person. I can't remember the last time that an album hit me so hard that I will literally wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I have to listen to a specific song like right now. I completely agree with everything that they have said that it is such a hard listen, but I almost feel like it's you're rewarded for going through it because it's so insanely powerful and beautiful and it's so hard to make music this powerful and it's so powerful the song where she's confessed now repent now or whatever yeah where she's literally like screaming to god i've given my life to you and this man did this to me kill him she is screaming it's i've never heard anything like that and i don't think i ever will again I think this album is one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life in an artistic mm. way. And that's my number God one. Damn you. See, I was going to totally avoid ever, 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 ever <laughs> listening, ever, ever, <laughs> ever. And now I feel like I fucking have to. <laughs> Can't be At least once. Shared adversity. Uh. Rachel. <laughs> David. Before we get to you. Mm-hmm. That sounded like Aunt Twins. Aunt Twins. Mm-hmm. Last year, a writer in her questioner, it was Other Mark actually, oh. asked us to rank our alcoholism from least to most. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what we did? Um, it's the same. Sven, all of the alcohol, right? 
Full of the alcohol. Most of the alcohol. His rating is alcohol. David, yes. next most alcohol, then evil, then me. We actually quit. We didn't answer. It started to get dark. So we're like, this is weird. We're not going to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> we got to we got to spend being like, I drank like so many beers for every night. And we're like, anyway, next question. <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> no, it was funny. Ooh. I guess you had to be there. Rachel. David. <laughs> you picked five favorite albums last year. I did. What were they? And do you still uh, love them to death? I picked for number five, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. You did. <laughs> Number four, Jesus Christ, David. Lord. Number four, I picked If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power by Halsey. Um, number three was Bo Burnham's Inside. Number two is Pressure Machine by The Killers. And number one was Casey Musgraves' Star-Crossed. So. So. What now? Star-Crossed. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. I'm going to rearrange a couple things, actually. Uh-oh. Editing on the fly? Is that allowed? Shh, David doesn't have to know. Hmm. If you whisper, he can't hear you. He can't hear us. I'm just gonna. Scoot That's what he that. gets for. I just feel like I feel like he would be mad. When he edits this, he will be he mad. He can fucking deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I did rearrange a few things. I think I just watched you rearrange my list. <laughs> Maybe Your I list like was it better. Stupid, and I changed it. Um, I switched up. I did replace one altogether. We haven't. Um, had, we haven't even had one of these yet. I'm excited. Yeah. I just took it off um, because there was did you something. Did you shake it off? That was a couple years ago. Oh, no. um, <laughs> I moved Bo to number five. Thank I you. still, I know that David, you think that's an album is ridiculous. That no, it was I actually haven't, I haven't even listened to it yet. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you thought it was ridiculous that I had it on my list. Um, no, maybe I was just being an asshole, but no, I don't, that's I don't have weird. a problem with your list. Never. Maybe. Outside of character. <laughs> Except um, for your number one. Keep going. JK, you're not excited for my number one? Okay, so I moved Bo to number five because I still think it was very poignant for the time. It came right after COVID and it was just really dark but appropriate. That's a good point that you want albums that remind you of what was going on that year. Yeah. That's definitely... We no, were inside definitely. a lot. Casey, I moved to number four from oh number one. My. Um, Ooh. she got far down. I think it's because I saw her perform and I was like, meh. But the album She just David Crosby still Casey Musgraves. Really good. I love Casey Musgraves. I feel like I saw so many good performances at ACL and hers was like fine that I was a Would little you say disappointed. Meh? Eh. Number three, uh Halsey. Still. Wait, wasn't she at number four? She was at four. She was at four. Just kidding. She moved to three. I rearranged the numbers in a Pulled not a numerical. Yeah, I did the same thing. Wait. So Halsey's at number three. Number two, Tyler, the creator. Whoa. Because I'm a dumb idiot for not putting that on my top five. That album was fabulous. Right. So sorry. Wow. Sorry, everyone. Um, I love that. That makes me happy. Number I'm have to go one. Listen to that one again. It's so good. Fucking Corso. The first song in that. Get it's it, just but... man. Mm. Number one. one. I think we need a drum roll. <laughs> Pressure Machine by the Killers. You guys hate me. Uh, <laughs> we just like good music. Do you? <laughs> I don't like the album. I don't. I don't hate the album. I don't love the album, but I do love that song. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's it. I'll That's quit. the end. That was the end of it. Just same, but more. Uh, of... Yeah, I, f I feel pretty strongly. Again, these are favorites. They're not best. Mm -hmm. Although I do think well, that. Well, you did have to dive into it more this year because we did an episode on it. Yeah, I really did. And, Stockholm and Syndrome. There is a lot. Yeah, with exposure, you just She's, fall more in love. That bad. What? You're good at that. Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah. Yes. Your shirt. You, you giving me Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, yeah, no, so I feel like confident. I think I did a good job. Way to go. Proud good of job. you. Sven. Um, Sven. That's me. Before we get to this. <laughs> That's a weird face. We have a question, and I think everybody's going to get this one right. Hey. According to the finale, where does Sven get his weed? What's his name? I'm just kidding. California? No. Georgia. Really? <laughs> From plants. Well, that's From plants. Right, Fucking Ontario. <sighs> Ontario. Golly, you guys all have to drink. No. Wait, was um, that a real question? Yes. You said that last year? Yeah. I don't know. He was talking about Bieber and he was like, Apparently I, I was a number seven drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and don't remember that saying. 
<laughs> I'm not responsible for what the alcohol says out of my mouth. Wait, there you go. Wow, I should be though. Um, what was your list and what is it now, Sven? My list at number five, a love supreme, the John Coltrane. Yeah. And then uh, as the love continues, I kind of was like on a love theme for the first couple. That was the mm-hmm. Mogwai, the comeback, Zach Brown band, Sour Olivia Rodrigo. And Medicine at Midnight, Medicine Foo Fighters. Midnight. Um, I can't believe that I'm going to really say this out loud. Uh-oh. But I'm bumping the Foo Fighters down. Not <gasps> off, but down. You ass. They are losing their number one spot to Sour. What? What? This is favorite, not best. It's favorite, not best. Yeah. Favorite, not best. Uh-huh. Foo Fighters. Um, that doesn't make it less weird. <laughs> <The Poo Fighters>. <laughs> well, <laughs> I started listening to Medicine at Midnight. I don't. I was so in love with that album really at that were. time. Mm-hmm. Like it was everything, and I still love the Foo Fighters, and I still think it's a great album. But I love so many other Foo Fighters albums more. I think maybe not so many, but it's not my. Yeah, <laughs> they are actually at number two. Sours at number one, and the rest of my list. Oh, no, John Coltrane swapped to number three, and then it's Zach Brown at four and Mogwai at five. So you just scooted things around? Yeah. I did just scoot yeah. things around. So the only no change changes. The most drastic thing was, I can't believe I bumped or bumped yeah. okay. the Foo Fighters down. You bumped Mr. Grohl. They're Poor now guy. two fighters. That is our... We, <laughs> that was good. We have revisited and revised last year. Uh, they're not really not a, a lot of switching around, but not a lot of complete changes. I think the big lessons here are that Lingua Ignota will haunt you in your dreams and in your nightmares. Sorry. And uh, everybody should go listen to fucking Call Me If You Get oh, Lost. Also, that that is Latin for unknown language. That sounds right. Yeah. Which I think is poignant. No Lingua Ignota is Latin for unknown language. Wow. Yeah. That she album. is an artist. I, she is boy, an artist. Oof. Sven, do you have a best and or worst take of your own from last year? I feel like I cringe every time I hear myself on any episode. <laughs> my voice I just, is I, my yeah, worst take. Yeah, like kind of. My voice is my worst take. It's hard to... I don't That's know. silly. I don't really have one specific one, though. I just... Like, a lot of times, I just wish I said things differently. Not that I am not saying what I feel. I don't want to change what I say, but I feel like I say things in ways that when I listen to them back, I'm like, okay, I could totally take this out of context, and it, it would not be what I'm trying to convey. I think you're pretty good at it, but you know, the That's alcohol. That's what she said. That, yep. So I needed one in there. So I do have our first episode ever. I did not give Talking Book a 10 out of 10. That's a huge regret of mine because Talking Book is a 10 out of 10 album. And it's really stupid that Woo! I didn't give it a 10 out of 10. And then my best take was I called uh, Amy Winehouse a Sarah Vaughn in a sea of Katy Perry's. And I was listening back. I was like, that's a great, that's, that's really smart of me to say that. Um, yeah. Evil. Do you have a best and or worst take? I have a worst year? take. Do I have a best take? I should lead with a best take, but uh, all my takes are the best. Take. I don't know about best take. My worst take, and I like do the dumb and dumber like head smack. Like every time I think, <laughs> every time I remember this, I'm like, oh, you fucking moron. At one point, I was talking about us as a group and our perspective on music. And I said, we're just a bunch of white people from Idaho. And you, both of you, at like the same time, are like, what about Sven? And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the worst here. take ever. That's also maybe in editing. Maybe I thought it was so funny that I left it in. But that's a cynical type of thinking. It's funny. Maybe uh, I need to be better about editing. No, that's a bad take. I, you, <laughs> and you guys were right for calling me out on that. And I apologize to you for that because <laughs> I appreciate the apology, but it was not needed. That was that was dumb. <laughs> I'm not offended. One of thing. us. Yes. One <laughs> of us. <laughs> I mean, you're like half right. Yeah. See, Rachel, do you have a, a best and or worst take that you feel from last year? I think I could have been nicer about unearth. Oh, under oath. Under oath. I could have been nicer yeah, you about. Could have gotten the name right at least. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this will be digging. on for next year, then. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Dumb idiot. My, my worst take was when I was trying to do my worst take. When I was <laughs> trying to fix my worst take, and then. Being so what? Nice. No, expand on that. What do you mean? Um, I just think that I mean we did the whole discography. We ripped them apart. I ripped them <clears> apart <throat> as a band, and I feel like I could have been nicer. I could have given it a little bit more thought, oh. and maybe in that way. Well, it makes you feel any better when I think back to that experience i don't 
think of you being negative at all. Mm. So I kind of thought of that as just kind of teeing her up and letting her go on the albums. Mm. I think I think we were impeccable. That's revisited and revised. Not too much change. We're pretty proud of who we are, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd take or we're it that just far. stubborn. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Any final Old thoughts? People. Are we good? Or is that the good final thought? We are stubborn. Hear us roar. Cocaine bear. <laughs> Cocaine bear. <laughs> Cocaine bear. Is that the episode title? Yeah. Yay! Cocaine bear. I actually stopped doing you can only do episode titles when you're super, super popular and you already have a cabillion followers. Until then, you actually have to title it the albums and the artists so that people will search. Uh, when people uh, search uh, Beatles, sure. they find it's kind of a bummer because it, I really like titling it. We did Penis Fingers? Like, that was the title, though. Yeah, we did. One. Well, that was before I. People Google that all the time. Versecoursverse.com, <laughs> <laughs> at Versecourse, first pod. <laughs> Everybody, episode 99 is in the books. We've got a few more and we're done for the year. Yay. Rachel, it's been a blast hanging out with you in person. Thanks. Spend. It's been a blast watching you come back to life after this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Resurrected. Evil, I really wish I would have recorded you listening to Lingua Ignota today if I had known you were listening to that. Uh, Everybody, versecoursefirst.com at versecoursefirstpod. We love you. Please come back for the 100th episode next. We did it. 100. I know. It's a lot. Good night and good luck.